0: Hello friends, I am Lynn McLaughlin.
1: And I'm Karen Iverson-Riggers. And this is Real Real 5 Only. Let's get real. Real emotions, real experiences. Join us to explore authenticity and how to get real with yourself and others.
0: Hello and welcome to Real Vibes Only. This is Lynn McLaughlin and my dearest friend and partner and collaborator in person, Karen. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We love hearing stories of people that um, are listening and taking little tidbits of wisdom and hearing all kinds of feedback on how uh, our magical time together. Uh, in the last episode, I mentioned it's kind of like a divine download. Um, Karen and I just talk, and afterwards, we're like, "Holy cow, that was good!" Um, and it's just wisdom streaming through us. So, thank you for always joining us and and catching up with our lives through Real Vibes Only. So, as we were thinking about a topic for today we came up with the theme of trust yourself. And um, I remember the first time that I heard that, and it was in a, a moment of high stress for me. I was in a relationship. Uh, we had had lots of breakups and back togethers, and there was this constant questioning of whether... The relationship should go on or not, and I remember sitting with uh, my sponsor at the time and flat out asking her, "What should I do? Do I do I end this? Do I move on? Do I like keep doing the dance that I've been doing?" And I remember her saying to me in the most gentle and compassionate way, Lynn, trust yourself. And it was something I had never heard before. Like, I I didn't even really know what that meant to actually trust that I was a capable, intelligent, resourceful woman that could make decisions in my life um, that were best for me. And recognize that that one choice wasn't going to define my my legacy (laughs) because sometimes it feels like that right when we're trying to make a hard decision like if this is wrong what's going to happen and her gentle compassion and allowing me to feel what felt right for me in that moment uh, at the time, I actually continued the relationship and eventually it did come to an end. but I because of the way that she framed it, I knew that there wasn't a right or wrong. I could trust that in that moment, I wasn't ready to end the relationship. and um, with more lived experience, the answer came to me and at that time was a firm, This is ending. Uh, And I wasn't in a place to do that earlier. And coming to that decision, she also held the space that she had no judgment or assumption or right or wrong in her mind either, which made that space even more gentle. Like I wasn't going to say what I decided and she was going to say, well, that's wrong. Um, I knew it was safe to really lean into my inner wisdom. And ever since that, that experience, I've been working on that. Like how often do I really listen to what's going on within me and listen to that still small voice that sometimes shares wisdom that I question Um, I could be like, well, that can't be the right decision. But every time I follow it, there is an ease and flow in my life in that moment. Again, that doesn't mean that that there isn't going to be, you know, discomfort or um, distress in the future. But in that moment, it, it feels really light and easy. And I appreciate that so much. And how often do I not listen to it? Can we talk about that? Uh, And this notion that we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for our answers. So Karen, when you think of how it feels to embody trusting yourself and your ability to make decisions, what comes to mind? And not even decisions, but perceptions of life i guess
1: well i think the first thing that comes to mind when i hear trust yourself is how often we are told like not to do that right that somebody outside of us knows best mm. and and i think especially as a person who identifies as a woman like we are often we are often conditioned to not trust ourselves, right? That we're somehow an unreliable source or narrator when it comes to making decisions about our lives or, or figuring out what our path is. And there's, so there's so many messages that uh, really tell us that like, we shouldn't trust ourselves and, and, And I think about, so I think about for me, one of the places that this really shows up is around my health. Mm. And I feel so grateful that I have, I have an amazing primary care doc who really listens to me, right? When I am sharing about symptoms I'm having, or when I am sharing about experiences that I'm having really, really listens and honors that wisdom. And, but I think of how many times I've been in medical settings where that wasn't true, where I was like, I trust my, like, I know my body. I'm the only one who knows my body. Like you don't live in this body. You don't know what's going on for me. And so I think that's one place it that really clearly shows up for me, and so there have been times in my life where I have not trusted myself or listened to write that voice inside of me that is saying like this feels wrong, or that like this isn't the the way I I want this to go, or this isn't the treatment I want it, or like it shows up in so many ways, and so I think we're we're often you know, that like comes into question for a lot of people. And especially again, women, when we're reporting pain or when we're like reporting other kind of symptoms, I'm like right in the midst of paramenopause right now. And so there are all sorts of things that I like feel foreign to me that are happening to my body happening emotionally. And, and yet like trust myself, like what is happening is my reality. Like I know what I know what's happening, right? To trust that this is real. So I think that this, when, when I hear this and think about this and the way that this shows up in my life and the way this shows up for, for others when we're taught, when we've been taught in a lot of ways, not to trust ourselves, but to trust the expertise of others. And I'm not saying that there isn't a place for that in life, right? Like there is, I think there is a lot, there's so much like we can learn from other people. We can learn from experts and this is a both and, right? And you are the only one who knows you best and knows what you need and knows what you want. Like you're the only one who knows that. And so leaning into that idea of trusting myself and Trusting, trusting that, and I haven't even like dipped my toe into the like, like emotions side of things. So maybe I could ask you, Lynn, right? I think about like trust yourself in the context of emotions. What comes up for you?
0: Oh my gosh, a great big pile of muck. Uh, As you were sharing all of that, I one of the things I'm really, really grateful for at this point in our history, um, world history, all of that is the open dialogue around gaslighting. And when we think about why we question our reality, our experience, our perception, the number of places where that happens, in the school system, in marriages, in works environments where you share what your perception is and you get shut down immediately. Like, well, that's not what happened. Or I don't remember that or whatever the the gaslighting phrase is. And that piece has been really powerful for me having been in a domestic violence marriage where on the daily i was told i wasn't capable of making a pizza of cleaning my sink of having any level of intelligence and being in, in that environment for 9 years i believed that you know that i wasn't capable so this this story that i shared with my sponsor happened about 5 years after all of that. So I had started to like figure out who I was, but there are so many instances of that. And it takes great courage to say, that's not the way I experienced it. And to know that your reality is valid, and the way you experience it, and the way you make sense of it, um, is there opportunity to come together when that clash of realities happens to deepen understanding of each other absolutely absolutely and there is there are or have been times in my life where i've had to say you know what i i can't i can't do this anymore Because you're not trusting me as an intelligent, capable, responsible woman. You're saying that your perception is more important or is the truth, that whole truth telling piece um, comes into play. And I also know that the more I trust myself, the more I say, no, this is the way that I experienced it, Um, the more I invest in the trust in myself, the stronger it gets. And that is an incredibly beautiful thing. Um, I would say most of the time, not all the time, but a great deal of the time. I'm really clear on that, like what I'm experiencing, why I'm experiencing it. Um, And I I would love, it's interesting when we, we do a lot of talking around systems, like, where did the gaslighting piece come in? Because it is so prevalent that human beings believe they have the authority or the right to define what another person's reality is and what they're experiencing. And just the pushback against that, folks, you are capable and strong and responsible and intelligent. Um and push back as often as you need to.
1: And I would add to that, like you are the only one who knows your truth, right? Like you and you alone. So to stand in that, right? To say, I love that, that beautiful unfolding when you were talking about that, like I didn't know how to trust myself and then I tried it. And then as I did it more, that trust in myself, grew and so this is another practice right for all of us of thinking about how we how we honor that truth and honor our reality and stand in that and speak up for that and this is a big deal right this and and this is and this is also right our last last um podcast was simple but not easy so this is definitely (laughs) one of those like simple oh it's just simple like just trust myself Mm. and what I believe and what I need and what I want and what I need to ask for just trust yourself but it's not easy Mm. it's not easy especially in the face of so many messages around us and I think like a lot of this comes from like a capitalist construct and this idea of like buying things to meet our needs and and how so much of that, you know, then leads us to not, you know, to not trusting ourselves, what we really need, right? Because there are so, we're inundated with messages. We're inundated with messages about what life should look like and what things should be and what I should have. And, and, and i think the anecdote to that is trusting ourselves and really trusting to listen to our needs and that takes practice that takes practice and especially especially i can say this like from my experience as as a like person who identifies as a woman as a mom right we're can we're often conditioned and told that you're a good mom when you put everybody else's needs before yours and so it is sometimes, yeah, really difficult to listen to that that voice that's sometimes very small inside of us that is that is telling us what our deepest needs and wants and desires are.
0: All that. And you, were, you brought up capitalism and I instantly went to patriarchy when you were talking about identifying as a woman and those messaging. You know, and we could layer on top of that racism and we could layer on top of that all of these systems that so they all have it um, telling us, you know, what we should look like and what is all of that. Oh, my God. Is it a wonder any of us learned how to trust ourselves (laughs) and how beautiful it is, you know, when I received that gift? From my sponsor and I sat with it and I let it land. That's like one of my primary messaging pieces now with all of the people that I work with as a peer is I couldn't possibly know what's best for you. What what it what are you hearing? And I, you know, there's a number of peers that will ask specifically, I want advice. And navigating around fixing and saying, well, what's worked in the past or what feels right or like really nurturing that trust yourselves in ourselves and giving that gift to others. Um, That's really, that is probably one of the most powerful gifts besides hearing and really listening to people. And in doing that, we're helping them trust themselves because they're going to come to their own answer. And um, yeah, whenever I see one of those memes, like on Facebook or Instagram, if there was any advice you could give to your 10-year-old self or your teenage self, it's always trust yourself. And it's hard, you know, when we think about the parenting role, how do you navigate that that place of safety for your child and what does that look like and how do you balance that with trust yourself and allowing a child to trust themselves um there's so many again simple not easy right and the uh, just knowing that um we all have that inner wisdom even children and we're parents and
1: And (laughs) (laughs) I think you brought up a really kind of beautiful thought that we have an opportunity through connection with others to really kind of be like a mirror or an echo to them, right? To say like, this is what I hear you saying. This is what I hear you saying that you're needing to facilitate and encourage their ability to trust themselves when somebody else has like mirrored it or echoed it or has reflected, maybe is a good word for that, you know, what I hear you saying. And I think that's a really powerful gift that we can give to others because I can think about times in my life, right. Where it has been really messy and things have felt really unclear. And I didn't even know which way was up and how, how to try like, any none of that was present and so i think about holding space for others when they're in those those places and what a powerful gift it is to to be able to hold space and to say i hear you and this is what i'm hearing right to provide that clarity we've often talked about like sometimes when you're in that space it feels like a big ball of tangled yarn <laughs> and being able to to you know pull one thread out for folks to say like this is this is what I hear. Really powerful gift.
0: Oh, and the other piece of that is also being willing to sit in the discomfort of all that, whether it's us or someone else. Like when I don't have a clear answer, when I don't have, you know, that inner voice doesn't even feel like it's there and like I need to sit in the muck of it until I feel it strongly that this is this is what you need to do and um trusting the process of that 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 answer will come and I'm right where I'm supposed to be but so flippant uncomfortable oh my god Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable
1: Mm -hmm. yikes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah And speaking of discomfort, I think about that in the realm of trusting our emotions.
0: I totally dipped over that, the emotion (laughs)
1: piece. We came back. We're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming back to that because I feel like that is one that is like a huge practice that I'm navigating when I'm feeling emotions and like immediately up pops judgment or up pops internalized messages of like you shouldn't be feeling this way or, or that's not the right emotion for this moment. And so it's a whole other practice to trust those emotions and to say like, I trust you, but that's real and that's valid. And again, the notion
0: that that's not a common experience with all of the work we do around emotion, having someone else validate your emotion and also us validating our emotion how how challenging it is to trust that and again the practice of try again try again try again and trust that you're right where you're supposed to be I mean that's a hard part too it's like oh my god I've I've messed this up like five times in the last three weeks and to say, yep, and this is exactly where you're supposed to be in your learning process instead of judging or Ugh,
1: simple, not easy. Or real. <laughs> or real. <laughs> and just allowing for those those emotions to flow, like mm. trusting that, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow this, right? I'm just gonna like sit with this. And so that practice of trusting, like it, trusting ourselves in those moments of intense emotions and intense discomfort to trust that process, to trust that process of allowing without judgment, without, right, without the why, without this isn't the right thing to be feeling, to just trust the process of feeling and, and allowing the emotion and that that is a trust. I think about like, oh my gosh, this is like, is bringing me back to like, <laughs> like middle school and high school, like retreats when we would do like leadership retreats, and then you would do like a trust, you would do trust exercises, yeah right? Yeah. You're nodding your head. You, we've all been there. Maybe you've done it at work, right? We're going to do some trust exercises, trust fall or trust, like whatever, oh like, God. right? this That's coming to mind, but I was like, that image was coming to mind and thinking about like honoring the fear that comes with trusting ourselves and honoring the the uncertainty right honoring a, a lot that comes with this practice of trusting ourselves
0: and i love that imagery like of catching myself yes like i the trust fall thing is always like are you fucking kidding me no i don't trust any of you <laughs> This is, I'm going to fall and it's going to hurt and just all of that. So the imagery of catching myself feels really
1: powerful. (laughs) Oh my God, you're bringing back trauma. (laughs) Oh my God. Right. Just, I was like, (laughs) oh, it's going (laughs) to bring that up. And I'm sure many of you out there listening are having some, some feels about trust exercises that were often like forced like you're forced to do, right? Which I think is kind of the opposite of trust building and that it has to be voluntary.
0: Oh my like God. The, right? <laughs> and no no notion of trust yourself. Like if you're like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I, I don't trust this. Right. And that forcing of trust to someone else rather than trusting what my body and my mind is saying about I don't want to do this. Right. Right. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. <laughs> I think I still have a picture. Emma went away to camp and there's one of her standing up pretty high in her classmates and her arms like this and getting ready to fall back. And I'm like, I don't think I can look at that picture too much. Obviously she's okay and made it through it. But seeing that with a loved one as well, I was just like, oh. I can't believe they made them do that. And middle schoolers, who right? sometimes they like people and sometimes they don't. That's I mean, correct. Just, oh my, yeah.
1: God. yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh-huh. the fields are flooding me right now. <laughs> we all have some visited uh, vivid pictures of that, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And vivid experiences. Wow. Well. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Real Vibes Only. We hope that this gives you maybe a little inspiration or a little, like we're telling you, right? If you haven't heard it today, to trust yourself, that you know what is best for you, that you know what you need, that you know what the next best step is to trust yourself. Thank you for tuning in. As always, visit our website for all of our program offerings. Give us a like in your podcast app. If you have any ideas of future episodes and want to share a topic with us, we love hearing your ideas and your topics and like stay tuned because we are hitting a big milestone in our podcast coming soon for our 50th episode, which is wild and amazing. And so thank you for being with us on this journey of Real Vibes Only. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. So until next time, take care of you.